Welcome to Inside the Comfort Zone. You are listening to the podcast that redefines personal development and helps you handle change with ease, sustainably and enjoyably. And my name is Adam Kowalik. So we are talking about manifestation today. And let me just preface everything with just saying this here are some ramblings of a life coach and represents uh, only my own personal opinions and limited or maybe not so limited understanding so this conversation says perhaps more about myself than it actually says about the concept of manifestation now with that in mind i still want to share my uh, my ideas my thoughts my experiences around this so for any, anyone who might be new to this idea or is is you know looking for a very brief explanation definition of manifestation it's about visualizing vividly what it is that you want. It's about uh, having this um, manifesting certain things to happen in your life from a place of um, calibrating your mind to a frequency that will allow you to have that. And the more vivid and detailed your visualis visualization can be, it's better. It's, it's simply... Um, a way to help engage all the senses and increasing the importance and priority to the mind, which then helps you draw this into reality. Manifestation has, uh, you could say, its roots in the law of attraction, uh, which was popularized uh, through uh, Rhonda Burns' um, secret, The Secret, that was published in 2006. And before that, uh, the concept was, wasn't very new. It was actually in Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich from 1937. And there are even ideas going as far as back to, uh, 1800s. So in short, it can be said that, um, uh, we can all become rich or have whatever we want if we only want it badly enough. That is an oversimplification and at the same time, a bit of a summary of what manifestation or the law of attraction um, promises to basically get rich or have what we want if we only want it badly enough. Not only can we control our feelings, but also have the power to control the external world. Now, here's the problem with that, I believe. It uh, places you what well, the thing you want in 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 the future. Uh, it, it, at times, it's creating a present now that is less than desirable, uh, because the future is where you want to be. Uh, it's where you want to get to quickly, if possible. Right. Another problem is it ignores free will among the people you share this world with, because you know if you want it badly enough. I don't think it's taking into account uh, the fact that we might have other people walking around on this planet uh, wanting other things. Another challenge with this, it, it doesn't take into account socioeconomics in different parts of the world, since I believe it ignores societal structures or even psychological states, which in some ways could actually mean it's not so inclusive. It's not so, um, uh, it doesn't necessarily uphold equality. It also suggests that uh, riches and goals can be achieved without effort. Uh, 
Now, this is a interesting thing because if, if you're listening to Inside the Comfort Zone podcast, you know that I'm all about uh, being comfortable. And it's not the same thing as without effort. There's a nuance there. And I'll, I'll get back to this, uh, I believe. Um, still, the problem with manifestation and not receiving what we manifest for could then possibly be explained with that you didn't want it enough. You're not thinking positively enough. And I have to say, this is bordering on victim blaming. Do you see what I'm saying here? If you didn't get what you manifested for, based on the, prem uh, uh, the premise, the, the concept of you can have what you want as long as you want it badly enough, one can argue you didn't want it badly enough. You didn't want it enough. And so you did something wrong there. And finally, I'd say what you want is actually not the thing that you're manifesting, but it's rather what the thing that you want will have you feel as a result of owning it. It's the meaning you've assigned the thing that you're actually after. So I'll give you an example. It's how I see it. Um, take a TV, for example. If you wanted a TV, I find it interesting. I find it amusing to play with that um, idea of uh, what is it that the TV will give you? What's the feeling? What's the experience? So you might come up with, well, the feeling would be relaxation. Okay, what else? To someone else, it might be, it would be uh, an opportunity to spend time together with the people I love, my family. Okay, so it's joy, it's experience. And if it's about relaxation, that's, then it's about that. It's not about the TV. Now, take a car, for example, very often the same thing. Whether you're choosing between a Mercedes or a, a Volkswagen or a Volvo or whatever brand you're, you're, you're looking into, what is it that you are hoping for or thinking you will have as a result of owning it? What would you feel? A lot of times, you know, someone will say it's safety, it's, uh, it's freedom. Uh, someone might say status. Someone might say, um, that it makes them feel uh, significant. Well, it's not the car, it's the feeling that you've assigned to it that you actually want. So, um, the, and, and having things is problematic because a lot of times the newness of owning that thing loses its, um, power with time, with very little time, in fact. And what ends up happening is that you're already moving on to the next thing. You know this when you've bought a new phone or a new computer or a new pair of shoes that, you know, it's exciting for a few days or a few weeks. And after that, it becomes very normal. And all of a sudden, you're already looking at the next pair of shoes or the next model of phones coming out. You see, you can never have enough of what you don't need, meaning you don't need a next pair of shoes. You don't need another phone because what you wanted to begin with was a feeling and acquiring stuff on the outside to fill something, you know, a void on the inside just doesn't compute. It's two different currencies.
Now, going back to uh, manifestation, the law of attraction, which is, you know, also uh, known as manifestation, is, of course, attractive because it it implies you can simply attract what you want and it will come into reality effortlessly. Now, that is interesting. I, I admit it sounds amazing. Uh, the truth, though, as I know it is... Uh, and, and, you know, it's not just as I know it, it's what I've seen play out for myself and, and, and countless of my clients is that what always proceeds the goal being met, the dream job being offered, the money being generated is action or creation, right? So whatever happens before that goal is met or that job is offered, although that money is generated is that they took action. And, and the law of attraction doesn't, does, doesn't necessarily include action or creation. In fact, uh, one can argue that, that, uh, you can simply access that frequency of, of a man manifestation and it will come into your life. I know there are new nuances here. I'm sure, um, you know, there's been later additions to the secret where they say, Oh, they missed the mark on that. Actually, it, you know, we, we forgot about the action piece. Granted that that is the case. I, I still think that we're often missing the conversation around action and creation, the, the, the part we play in it. Going back to one of the problems, we are ignoring other people's free will. In, in the title of this podcast today, I also hinted at how to get what you want, what you really want. So what you want is the feeling that thing gives you. I've already established this. This, this is something I truly believe that whatever we want is the feeling that that thing is creating for us. And in fact, the feeling comes from within, within you. So you're the one generating that feeling. You're the one assigning that meaning to it, generating that feeling from within. It means you have access to this always. And it means you can have the thing you want, the experience, the feeling, the goal you want now in the present moment instead of in a distant future of wishful thinking. When what you want is in the future, you, you focus more on the destination than the path. And when you're being overly focused on the future, you risk missing out on the beauty of what is happening right now. And who knows how long right now will last. Great things can take hours, days, months, or even years to achieve. And whether those days, months, or years are filled with fun or struggle is up to you. I am proposing a new law. So instead of the law of attraction, let's have the law of creation, which honors aligned action from a place of integrity, taken repeatedly over time, staying the path towards what you want, enjoying the journey all the while, creating the future you want. That's it. That's what I had for today. 
I hope you enjoyed this. I am absolutely sure this was valuable to you. And if you want to be a part of the creation, uh, co-creation of this podcast, you can join the conversation live, ask your questions and share your insights all the while recording this episode. Uh, and that happens every Tuesday at 6 p.m. London time on Calling. Right. I will be talking to you soon. And until then, be well.